0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Golf Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Serlo, and it is a pleasure to be back with you guys. I've got my good friend, Jess Stimak, here to do today's podcast with me. But before we get to boat, I wanted to let you guys know that today's podcast is proudly presented to you guys by Hot Drop Sauce. That's right. Go to hotdropsauce.com to find the finest fermented boutique hot sauce available to the masses it's made right here in Santa Rosa, California by my good friend Andrew. And uh, I don't know, I don't really know what else to say other than it's fucking amazing. And you gotta just try it to understand how good this stuff really is. My personal favorite is the jalapacea. I think it is just outrageously good. But you can go to hotdropsauce.com, buy a combo pack or a variety pack, excuse me, and test them all out for yourself. And then you can let us know which one is your favorite. Uh, in addition to hot drops, today's podcast is also Sponsored by Suave Golf. Visit suavegolf.com to find a fantastic golf sabbatical for you and your friends uh, to venture onto this year. Next year, we're kind of still putting the calendar together for 2023. but We've got some very exciting trips that we're uh, hopefully going to be announcing in the next month or so. And then we also have a really cool little shop there on suavegolf.com. You can find some great Link Soul apparel. Uh, We've got some really sick towels coming into into stock over the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Just remember to visit suavegolf.com. That's S-U-A-V-E golf dot com. And with that, let's get to today's podcast right now. The Golf Guide Podcast. Here we go. All right, uh, we are back, and you know I'm delighted to have my my co-captain back, back in the passenger seat, Mr. Steemac. It's it's nice to have you back here, brother. Long long time no see.
1: Yeah, good to be back. You look well.
0: You know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling I feel good, I feel healthy. Unlike so many uh, so many out there at this time, yeah. but uh, no, I feel feel pretty good. You yeah. know, had a uh, little man was sick for a couple of weeks, so that uh, selfishly though, I feel like it's a lot easier if the little dude is sick than if I'm sick. Because if I'm sick and I still got to take care of a little dude, yeah,
1: that really sucks. Yeah. So anyway, I get that angle. Yeah.
0: Enough enough parent talk. What yeah. what has been good with you? I have not got a chance to have you on a podcast since we returned from our glorious trip to Bannon Dunes yeah. just a month and a half ago. Yeah, man. All right. I, I, All right. I, have you recovered yet? Right. Have you have, have the Bandon Blues left your body?
1: I think I think they have. Uh, just because going back in May. And we're already, you know, it's come to that point where <laughs> the resort's getting ready to go. Uh, okay, I need some emails. I'm going to send some uh, credit card, uh, you know,
0: requests. That sounds. Uh, that sounds. You know, this is the first time that I'm going back in the spring too. So I'm, you yeah. know, just thinking about Bandon being, you know, ten months away. No, I'm sixty days. I'll and be right back in March. Got a got, a, got a trip. Going to be playing golf and drinking green beer on St. Patrick's Day. Oh boy! At Bandon Dunes, feeling well, a
1: couple of Chico State Wildcats. That's. uh. If you can't be in Chico on St. Patrick's Day, there's no better place to yeah, be. Yeah, you might, might, as
0: well, might as well be at the, wow. uh, up at the Mecca. So, yeah,
1: feeling feeling pretty good about that. I got a nice little crew, you know,
0: 30 or so of us. Going to feel pretty good. Who are uh, who? you you going with a big uh, group Just as well? 12. Or? Okay. 12, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's going to be a very quaint and very nice, intimate 12 group. 12 is going to go be
1: with. easier to manage than your trips in the past, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, which also updates for you after the podcast got some updates for you regarding Perfect. this november trip which should be kind of wild but anyway Ooh. enough about our personal golfing life there there's yeah. people <laughs> all up and down people the western yeah, the west coast of the united states tuning into this podcast that want to know about the news they want to know about the hot topics of the day so boat i want to start this off with a couple of news items for you just get your um you know just kind of get your your two cents get caught up on some different stuff and then we got a couple topics that i want to hit which includes a uh, a preview of the west coast swing we're about to have on the pga tour I need a lot of your thoughts on this whole Netflix show that's yeah. coming out the PGA Tour, so we'll get to that a little bit later, but let's hit a couple news items here first. Current
1: events, if you will.
0: Current events, well said. Uh, let's just start with this past weekend. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama wins at Wailai with an unbelievable back nine on Sunday. I believe he shot 31, had you know a very uh, shared and you know deservedly so... Uh, Shot on the playoff hole where he what he tased a three wood from two seventy seven to three feet to win. I mean, I saw I, that I was fun. I listened
1: to it coming home from South Lake, and then I finally got to see it last night. And wow, yeah, wow,
0: it makes me yearn. Vocabulary word for the day. Yeah, makes me yearn for more par fives that the big guys have to hit woods into. I agree. God, it's like it's it, it's so much more exhilarating, even from a fan perspective, to see these guys actually have to hit a big club to like try to get home and to it. It just, listening it, it, it to felt it,
1: correct. Listening to it on Sirius on the drive home, Henley first one puts it in the bunker with three wood. And I'm like, he's got to hit five wood or hybrid off the tee to give it, give himself a chance. Cause he can't really, he can't really roast one over. He can't tip it over. I was, I, it looks like, you know, he's sitting three wood again and he hits it in the bunker again. It's like, Oh my God, dude, you're fish. You're first off. You got to get the ball in play. You have to put that pressure on Hideki, and then Hideki pulls out hybrid and goes hybrid three wood versus going three wood hybrid, and turn out to look like an absolute genius. The man
0: may may in fact be a genius. I mean, this, he was, very well could be. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. I it was very funny. I don't recall exactly where I read this, so I apologize to who I'm not uh, crediting for this. But I did. I thought it was interesting that I saw some Hideki, Colin Morikawa comps based on the fact that Hideki Matsuyama, when he won the Sony this past weekend, was number one in the field in strokes gained putting. And he's notoriously not a super a strong putter. putter yeah, French putter, right? Yeah, but he's serviceable, incredible ball striker, great from tee to green. And they were making the comparison. It's like him and Morikawa hit the ball so damn well that when you do get the weeks where they are putting really well, yeah. they're just going to be next to impossible to beat.
1: Yeah, and that's... That's with Hideki spotting the tournament a a few, essentially, the first two days. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're, you know, if you're Henley, you can't feel that bad. You go out and shoot 29 on the front on Sunday. But at the end of the day, sometimes you're just going to lose to a guy that's on fire. He goes 63-63 on Saturday, Sunday. In the playoff, I mean... 126 for the weekend is so At the beginning (laughs) of the week, Russell Henley would have taken that, and I know he's going to take that 800 and change. Yeah. Of course, he wants to. He's a Georgia guy. Of course, he wants to get in that field at Augusta. But if he keeps going, what's it the live the the up to date PGA Tour money list that also gets you in to the Masters top I mean, twenty or top ten that year, top fifteen okay. something like. So if he keeps if he snowball snowballs this thing, and a seven figure paycheck would do guy, a lot. Would do. He's a streaky, very well. He's a streaky guy. Right. Henley's. Uh, he's he's a real streaky guy. So hopefully he can ride a hot hand the the rest of this kind of west coast swing and and, and get to Augusta where I know he wants to be ultimately for sure, especially as a Georgia boy. Totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, I will say this aside from the golf
0: course, looking like it would be a ton of fun to play for someone of our skill level. I know it was, no, obviously
1: those guys are destroying it. If we're playing the whites and we're on vacation and we're just in complete
0: vacation mode, how fun does that place look? I mean, send it. God, it'd be so great. I, um, What's kind of funny is that you know we start talking about Hideki, great win, you know, pretty, I would say, borderline iconic, you know, shot, home crowd, you know, essentially a home crowd. I mean, they talked about it on the radio, big vacation destination for for, uh, for for Japanese folks, and the funny thing is, it probably when it's all said and done. It's probably going to be the second most thought about thing that happened this weekend. Where right. <laughs> the Twitter beef between Kevin Na and Grayson Murray seems like it—it uh, it was is...
1: unfolding on our ride up to Tahoe. And oh, oh, this is what he came back with. This is what he came back with. It was like whoa, blow for blow.
0: It—it uh, it was funny because before the Twitter, you know, thing actually happened, I—I uh, I saw some other reporting when I was following like the first round, saying that Grayson Murray, you know, this was somebody who. I can't remember again. I apologize. I don't know what their handle is on Twitter or something like that. But basically, reporting that Grayson Murray playing with Kevin Na is walking, you know, and sitting on his bag at the next tee, waiting for Kevin Na to come and then hit. You know, visibly upset by how long Kevin Nah is taking over putts. So it seemed like you know it, it was starting bam from the jump on on Thursday, and then when it boiled over with I mean, if we're talking about you know he came back with this, he came back with that. Is is there anybody? that wouldn't side with Kevin Na in terms of Grayson murray seems like no, a tool and it just didn't just didn't have he, it.
1: He does and he's the mental health guy and he should probably stay off Twitter if he's, you know, playing the mental health thing. <laughs> the thing when Kevin Na goes even Brooksy or even Kepka sent me a message saying he liked it. It's like you didn't need to say that, you dork. You had a great take. You're probably never going to top it. Just leave it alone.
0: That is the great move and uh, this is Remind me to come back and hit this point when we talk about the Netflix stuff because this yeah. is this is this is what I keep thinking about yeah. with this whole Netflix show. So, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, you missing the cut is getting old. Great burn, leave it there, done. Yeah, uh, you see, Grayson Murray came back with something else, being like, oh, if you, you know, if you got penalized the way that you should, you wouldn't make any cut. I it, think, yeah. bitch boy, come back. That Someone's- that was
1: totally like, except the fact that you got roasted and just walk away someone's take was if you have to announce to everyone how funny it was because you're getting messages from your peers then it probably wasn't that
0: funny it's uh bill simmons has a great thing on this that he's been talking about for like a decade plus. that there's funny and then there's athlete funny yeah you know yeah. like m- m- most of these guys are never going beyond athlete funny yeah you know it's like, are any of them genuinely funny people probably not
1: i mean they're i i, I think kevin kisner is genuinely funny there's some characters out there I would say probably a dozen guys that could light up a room yeah. to, that have the ability to, to get people you know, just losing it. Totally. Well, actually, it's funny that you mentioned
0: Kevin Kisner because there was another uh, little news item that I wanted to hit. And that was he came out uh, and did an interview. Gosh, I think it's on com. It's one of their – I want to say their subpar podcast. Basically saying that the Ryder Cup captain's pick selection process is way too political. Yeah,
1: he said he didn't want to get caught up in the politics, which is – you know what? At the end of the day, Kyle, all these guys are independent contractors. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sure, some of them may feel like they're on a team with their sponsors, and and uh, you know, guys like you saw the picture of all the Georgia guys um, watching the uh, national championship game. I think there was like twelve of them there. Like, and you pick them out, and it's like, oh my god, Georgia had a good run. Of college players, yeah, I, I like they're just dominating the tour. Right? I, I
0: like this quote from uh, from Kiz on this, and again, this was the uh, the subpar podcast hosted by Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz. Don't know Colt, don't know Drew, but hopefully they're doing. Oh, good Colt things. was
1: a stud. He won. I mean, he was. Oh, he was what out what there knows, a long time. Like, yes.
0: Yeah, so here, here's uh, Kiz's uh, <laughs> here's his quote uh, quote I don't know. I don't give a shit. He mm. said I, it's too political for me. I, yeah. I I really didn't care, and I don't really get caught up in that shit. I, I love Stricker to death, but he didn't pick me this year, which I get. I mean, I didn't play with a shit in the playoff.
1: Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> and and his his knock – and and it's not a knock if you admit that that's your uh, – probably his own weakness is his driving distance. And they did say that the uh, – And you look the, at Whistling Straits and it's like, whoa, okay.
0: <laughs> it's just so funny, though, because, you know, I don't know – yeah, you're talking because it's like a horses for courses thing. Like, Kiss's game yeah. may not – but – the
1: format itself seems to fit Kiz
0: perfectly. Especially, oh, he's a bulldog. He's a bulldog. He you look greatness. at
1: Austin. Austin oh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, Austin no. Country no. Club and Whistling Straits, two completely different venues. Same architect. Same architect, but completely different. Yeah. I, I wonder though, is
0: is something about like formatting? Like, can that supersede course stuff? Like, because when it comes to match play, well, the perfect Kiz, example is Poulter. Kiz is the dog. I mean, same. I mean, Kiz at the match play. Granted, it's all been at Austin Country Club, yeah. so you got to take it with a grain of salt. It's at a yeah. single venue. The dude's 16, six, and two. I in the, in the I, last couple like, years. I honestly thought years, you
1: know? I honestly thought they were going to take his, and he was going to be the European Poulter. Yeah, I, I honestly I did I because be he just he he's that guy that like okay, for once I'm not playing the course. I just have to fucking get inside this guy's dome, fairway and, and green him to death. Yeah, not give away a hole because that's Kisner's game. Yeah, and I think he'd be
0: great. I, I would be I will be bummed. If I don't see Kiz on the next President's Cup and Ryder Cup team. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm you, just saying it right now.
1: You, you got to go test her on President's Cup, right? Yeah. I and mean, he's, been, he's been on that team before.
0: 2017, and he got passed up when they did it at Royal Melbourne in 2019, which also didn't make sense because that's another kind of course that sets up perfectly for yeah. someone like Kevin Kizner. He's
1: been on that team before. So... You got a, a big character like that. Obviously, a big team guy. He's a big team sports guy. Yes, the guy loves sports. He loves to to quote cold note and and the sleeves, Drew Stoltz. Yeah, to get amongst it. Yes, yeah,
0: It's just interesting. So I, I thought that was a a very uh, noteworthy little quote from Kids. You know, talking yeah, about the politics of this quarter cup not, stuff.
1: He's not worried about getting blackballed. It's like he knows that he he only is there literally for himself and his sponsors. Yeah, and his sponsors obviously like what he does and says. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, uh, let's keep it on politics here because yeah. we're gonna uh, the, the rest of our news items do have a little bit of a cl- uh, political bend to yeah. them, if you will. Uh, I, I did almost an entire podcast on this by myself last week, uh, or I should say, I didn't do it myself. I had you know young Rick Serlo on for yeah. about uh, ten minutes, uh, and this whole California Assembly Bill six seventy two, where they're trying to repurpose municipal golf courses across California, over two hundred of them, to get them rezoned where communities can then build. "Quote unquote low income housing," although this has had <laughs> it struggled so much to get past the committee level, because that they've the woman who's been championing this is like a you know, a cause for low income housing. It's been stripped of so much stuff that now it just means now the the latest revision basically says that 25 percent of the housing needs to get built has to at least be offered as low income housing, but doesn't actually happen. Like, it's now completely point, watered down. It's completely watered down, and now it's basically just like a— I read that article. Developers right? uh, are now basically running the California Assembly with golf courses, and we are just going to turn this into more housing. Not really for low-income people or anything like that. We're just—people in the we California just, Assembly, we, for whatever just reason— just want to develop. Yeah, they just hate <laughs> golf. Like, for, they hate golf for whatever reason. They don't hate anything else, You know, any other sports or green grass. All activities. these developers
1: are country Club guys. They want to make their country Club memberships more valuable. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, and again it's, I, I, it's I, a simple
0: game. I, I don't I don't want to beat a dead horse cuz I said it kind of, you know, uh, last week, but I keep on hearing this it's a game for rich white men. We just need to stop catering to them. And I just kept thinking to myself like over and over it's like, man, the fact that you say like uh, an activity is n- is lame and no longer acceptable because a racial qualification and gender qual that- that is supremely unwoke. I know, that, and these seem yeah. to be the wokest among us that that, that are championing for this. I, I I can't wrap my head around it. Boat, nobody feels sorry for wealthy white individuals, so I I, I get it's it's you know it's, yeah. it's, it's a false equivalent, but still it's it. Uh, I don't know, man. This just, this just rubs me the wrong way, and uh, I don't know. I mean, you got any any thoughts? On we, we've talked about this a little bit
1: in the past, but I don't know. You got any? I, I looked at it initially, and then I saw the I, I guess the the second draft, and I'm not scared at all. Okay. That's good. I, I, I'm not scared at all. There's too many, God, almost like watchdog type of companies or the San businesses. Francisco uh,
0: Public Golfing Alliance has been really good about getting, getting the word and out to everybody as well. The, the SCGA, SCGA, NCGA,
1: all these, all these local governing powers. Pacific Coast Golf Guide. You know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's for me. It's it, it's in it looks like it has a long way to go. But I just don't see it happening.
0: Okay, that's good uh well, since we touched on it last week, we'll just move right on. We're gonna keep it political um this whole Saudi golf tournament thing is really
1: yeah it's rubbing some people the wrong it's way it's rubbing
0: right? people the wrong way, and it seems like uh you know for good reason you know uh it's uh <laughs> it is continually a topic in golfing news and uh let's see I got another one here today is that uh Bryson uh, gave a quote on the Saudi golf tournament, and I thought it was a little interesting. Uh, where Bryson, you know, in a uh, <laughs> in a video conference, said, "Quote: So not a politician." First off, by the way, that that that, that was nice of him to clarify. I, yeah. I do, I do really appreciate yeah, not that. Yet. Uh, I'm a golfer first and foremost, and I want to play where the best golfers in the world are going to play, and that's the end of the story for me. And he was a little chippy when he wrote that. They said that was the
1: only time where he got a little chippy. Um, I just. I think it's such a crock of shit. That uh probably one of the most liberal with his thoughts guy on tour, Shane Lowry also had a quote that was along the lines of, Hey man, I'm I'm a professional golfer. I'm trying to put 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 food on the table, trying to make a living. Um I am not it's that's I, I'm not into the politics thing. You
0: know, if Shane Lowry were a professional golfer on the Corn Ferry tour and going to Saudi Arabia to you know, was the difference between him actually being able to provide yeah, uh, for his family I, I i would give that quote a little bit of uh you know uh, granted yeah i guess people already know politically where i yeah. stand on this but you know at, for someone who is a a millionaire
1: yeah he's in he's probably one of those guys that's less politically correct on tour I would yeah say. i mean like you know for, for he's some, got no filter for someone who's Strikes very well of off that, yeah. that
0: comes back a little bit hollow to me but at the same yeah. time like you know it's, it's just funny because I, i'm starting to get the feeling that there's now enough pressure on this that all these guys who rely so heavily on corporate sponsors they might actually start getting pushback from their sponsors, and I think that is ultimately what may lead to them no longer participating in Saudi Arabia because, I mean, the Wall Street Journal came out with a really interesting piece a, a couple of days ago kind of talking about how you know foreign investment is, is decreasing year over year in Saudi Arabia. They're making it more unfriendly for foreign investment and business to come in, and they start pissing some of these like you know, core golf sponsors off. That that's when I think you're going to stop seeing these guys go and go to the Middle East.
1: You have got to remember, they are independent contractors. These guys don't have ten year contracts,
0: and that's where I do give them a little bit of a break. They
1: absolutely have sure. to strike while the iron is hot. You know who is not going to say anything bad about the Saudi group in the in the tournaments there? A guy like Smiley Kaufman. <laughs> okay, the guy was up there. He's the, he's in Baker Breakers Bay. He's you know his boys with Spieth and Thomas. And Ricky, and now smiling to this, I'm just using his (laughs) him an example. Like Aaron Badley, three or four time Presidents Cup guy, he's playing Corn Fairy Tour week. This at sandals in Bermuda. (laughs) Okay, so these guys they have a shelf life, and they know that these kids are coming out of college or coming from Korea or Japan or Australia, and they're ready to win right now and take your spot. Scott Brown was on tour. And I know Scott played against him in college. He was on tour for a good, I'd say seven, eight years. He's in Bermuda. Okay. So these guys, these guys, these guys that are top 15 in the world, these, these world golf championship caliber players, they are getting paid as soon as they can. And as much as they can right now. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Um, do do you think it's a little different for guys that have accumulated tens of millions
1: of dollars in career earnings versus guys that have not when it comes to playing in tournaments like this? Tens of millions, and you know, you never know what's going on. There's family members, there's poor investments, there's you got guys like Mark Lai still doing radio, and he's like you know old as shit, right? I listen to him coming home. That guy's yeah. that guy's like seventy two or seventy three, dude, seventy one maybe. And you, these still guys are still so. You asked some of those old timers before the money was big hey, i get to get a million-dollar appearance fee? Yeah, they're getting on the plane. Sure. But you've got the guys that have already made, you know, say Morikawa, who knows how much he's already made, $40 million, whatever, plus sponsors and this and mm-hmm. that. Okay, yeah. Then you might have a draw-the-line-somewhere type issue. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for maybe some of these guys that are just getting out there, and who knows, maybe they had to go in debt to get out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's not remember – it's not like baseball or basketball or football where if you're as good as you are right out of college, you sign this huge first check. It ain't like that in golf. No. Okay? No. That's what we need to keep in mind with some of these young players. And, and we, we shouldn't be too judgmental because that's kind of everything that's against American, right? Sure. Yeah. That's what, that's what got us to here, being somewhat of a capitalist. And you, you got to remember, they have family members, spouses. Some of these, they might have kids to think about. Managers, lawyers—they—they they have people that they have to pay too, right? Entourage, caddies, caddies. Okay, yeah. They, they they have a lot of bills, so they are going to have a lot
0: more than your standard professional athlete. Exactly. Uh, in the rest of America, exactly.
1: Yeah, sure. they're—they're going to capitalize as much as possible.
0: So, and this—this this is great. This is a great lead into the—the the next, you know, little news bit I have here. So, what about for someone like Henrik Stenson? chasing is chasing the money probably who has made a lot and that, that of money was one of the things career. he
1: kind of has to decide because obviously the pga tour and the europeans what's it uh dp world tour now uh yes okay so they want these guys to be loyal to the tour that got them where they are financially right yes so they have to they have that that's a, that's a hard line do i chase the money or do i be loyal to the people and kind of seal up my Ryder cup captaincy one day mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's a question they have to ask themselves
0: so this is from James Corrigan at The Telegraph. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, just gonna read the, the article here for you real quick to yeah. give you, get your two cents. Along with Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, and Bryson DeChambeau, Stenson has been linked with the SGL, the Saudi Golf League, with reports indicating he has been offered $30 million to participate. So will he opt for the Saudi gold or the blue and gold? It's a heck of a decision an inner member of Stenson's con- uh, Codier said of Stenson's uh, you know, inner circle said, it's complicated not only by the huge amounts on offer. Um, and basically what that is inferring is that uh, Henrik Stenson is in line to be the next Ryder Cup captain for Europe.
1: Or he, on a sh- very short list. Yeah. Or on
0: the very short list. And they, they say he is you know, among, if not the front-runner to captain, the next Ryder Cup team when it's going to be contested because in Rome.
1: Because they just, they just think Westwood still might be on the team? Possibly. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess so. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's a great call, but it's Derby bit- on the a cap a this pick for the next three Ryder but, Cups. I mean, the thing for Henrik Stenson
0: is, you know, if he accepts the thirty million dollars to play in the Saudi Golf League, he's never he's never playing. That, that or bridge a, a, that bridge
1: is one hundred percent burned.
0: So, for someone who has made the money like him, I, I get both sides.
1: You know, in terms of like that's a. That's a lot of fucking money. $30 million that's is... a lot of money. It's a, that's changing four or five generations, yeah, that's, bro. That's a lot if, of... If, if you manage it correctly. It's that's a lot of juice, right? That's... So
0: I, I, but at the same time, does somebody who's had the success that he's had, that's made the amount of money that he has... I mean, he's got a lot of endorsements. And it gets back to that same thing I was talking about a couple minutes ago. You know, he's got a really, you know, nice endorsement deal, I think, with Omega Watches. Is Omega going to continue to sponsor Henrik Stenson if he's playing on the Saudi Golf League? I, I
1: don't know. So here's what... There's always a... There's always a, well, what if he does this type deal, right? There's always a a category that's kind of scratching both backs. Now, what if the, yeah, he takes the 30 charitable donations, mm. okay? Mm. Charitable donations, okay. tax write-offs. Hey, what 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 if he does something for European junior golf in an endowment of like 500 or a million a year? To get back into the good graces, I'm thinking the people at the uh, European Golf Association, you know, whatever it is. That uh, European PGA, well, that's that's awful, nice, Henrik. That was awful, thoughtful of him. Well, let's let's put him back on the short list. Could be okay. So there's always little things that can happen, yeah, to sway it back to to almost the center.
0: It's tough, man, because you know anybody who's, who's listening to this right now has probably figured out by now that I, I find the you know the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the the things they've been doing over the last yeah. couple years to be pretty despicable. Yeah, and if you could avoid. You know, working with them in any capacity, I I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. But this is just so much fucking money that I I I also simultaneously understand guys like Shane Lowry in the sense of like, yo man, this is a lot of fucking money, yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna get while the getting's
1: good. I I you, you know, I, like, I cash the checks. I I pay for the bills. Yeah. You know, this is this is me 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 myself and I. It's tough, man. It's not really the right answer. It's just uh. <laughs> it's, yeah, just, it's, it's It's a fascinating thing to it's, to, it's, to read about and argue about. It's, it's, argue a, it's about, a case though, by sure. case thing, and, yeah. and I'm sure. Once these guys do, though, someone, I hope. Do you have it? Do you have it written down?
0: What do you got here? What are you looking uh, for?
1: Tim Rosefort.
0: Uh, Tim uh, about what his thoughts were on the Saudi stuff.
1: No, just we need to we need to say his name like maybe seven or eight times. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thing. Yeah, I, I briefly touched on it last week, but I, I would love to hear your thoughts because you you're a much bigger golf media consumer than I am. Because I I said it briefly, like it's crazy that for how much I love golf and how much I play golf. I never watch the Golf Channel. Yeah. So so you yeah, he, at least he, get to enjoy he, it a little more than I do. So let, let me get some of your Tim Rosefort so, thoughts.
1: You know, if these guys are going ahead and doing that, it's, it's really unfortunate that we lost Tim Rosefort because he would be able to get the exact story from those guys. Yeah. And all these guys felt comfortable enough to be 100% honest with Rosie mm-hmm. because he never burned anyone. You listened to everyone. Twitter, dude. Twitter, that Twitter feed. I don't know if you were on Twitter those two days after his passing. I was not, but it was literally every heavy hitter just dropping nothing but the most professional and and just so much love towards Rosie as a reporter, mm-hmm. as a journalist. Uh, it was. I saw him it,
0: referred to as a titan of golf media on several occasions.
1: He absolutely was. He. Yeah. He he had an athletic background. He played, I think he played linebacker at somewhere in the Northeast, like maybe Delaware or something like that, or Rhode okay. Island. And just loved the game of golf. But he had, I guess they, they they joke about how big his Rolodex was. And if someone in the industry that was friends with him needed someone's number, he's like, you had that number in like 10 seconds. Savage. Yeah. But he was that guy that everyone trusted. And you got that sense. Just watching him or listening to him, just the way he delivered Mm -hmm. his message and the information about whether it was the tiger thing or whichever one it was, (laughs) but all the other dramatic things that happened, it's like he was the go-to guy. You know, he was the, what's her name? Barbara, Barbara, ABC. Uh God damn it, Katie my, Kirk. My, my br- he <laughs> was the he was the you know, he was the Katie Kirk of the Golf world. Sure. These some of these most trusted journalists. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Sorry. I was gonna say Roberts. <laughs> Barbara Walters. You know, but it was kind of like the that right. that that avenue. Totally. Um but just when you listen to him, it was like, you know, sometimes you get some spin on on reports, especially these days. Mm-hmm. Not for a second. Did you second question? anything no. that he said. Any reporting from Tim was kind of taken not mm-hmm. as gospel but like yeah. that's just how it is. Ryder and then when he got on the golf channel it was like god they're bringing a Ryder on uh he held the floor. Like oh, yeah. he, he 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 like he held court. It yeah. was his words were demanding. and I like some of the backstories like he was so prepared. So overly prepared. He was always working. They said he was the first guy in the golf business that had two phones. He had two phones way before Adam so what, Yeah, I was like,
0: Schefter and Wojnowski yeah. owe everything they have he to Tim He had two Tim phones Rosaport. way before
1: those guys did. <laughs> so, R- RIP Rosie, uh, the golf world, the sports world is going to miss you. That was, like you said, an absolute titan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well said, man. Well, yeah. that's a uh, that's a really appropriate and uh, a- a nice way to end the news. You yeah. Know, the, the, you know? Yeah. Current events as a, as we're we may be calling we're more it. than a golf podcast, more than a golf podcast. Totally. All right, let's uh, let's hit a couple things before we uh, we put a wrap on this bad boy for this yeah. week. Um, we're coming up on what I think many of us consider to be the non major apex yeah. of the the tour of, of the tour calendar. The, the West Coast swing starts in a few days. We've got uh, one, two, three, four, five events where these guys will not be leaving the Pacific time zone. In order. We're going to have the American Express at PGA West. Yep. We are then going to be having the Farmers at Torrey Pines South. Then, back to your old uh, stomping we'll grounds, the, we'll uh, the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach, uh, as well as Spyglass and Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Yep. Then we will go down to the Desert and uh, play the Waste Management at TPC Scottsdale, where you also have some first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. And then we'll finally follow it up with the one-year anniversary of Tiger almost killing himself oh. uh, with the Genesis Invitational. Let's keep it positive. The one year anniversary I, I, of the
1: Max Homa win. I mean that's that's <laughs> what's so crazy. Like this win is so good. Do you remember that win? I he do... missed he missed a three footer and then he's I was like and I had him to win that week. And then had a miraculous like <laughs> I had him, him to watch. win that week and then he makes this crazy four on ten. I was like, Oh my goodness. That was probably that actually I think was Roller Coaster. Fav-
0: that was my favorite non major of last year. I thought that was the best non major yeah. tournament that was played last year. It was so good. Yeah. And um yeah, it's it's really it's a shame that you know dummies like myself are going to remember it being the precursor to Tiger, you know having and just how he looked during that interview.
1: Ugh, oh, yeah. remember those eyes? That was not uh, lights on, nobody home.
0: Yeah, that was that, that was not that was, his it best was, moment. It's tough to watch.
1: Yeah, it was really. It was kind of tough to watch. But
0: yep. anyway, let's let's spin it back positive. Yeah. For, forget forget my negativity. Spin doctor this thing back up. Um, in all honesty. It's not just because it's here, kind of in our backyard, that these tournaments are so good. First of all, and I've said this a thousand times, golf in the Pacific Time Zone for TV purposes is so much better. They're like yeah. golf in prime time on a Sunday evening for West Coast people. I mean, granted, you know, football's kind of taking. Yeah, that's the thing. I wish this whole stretch didn't have to go up against the NFL playoffs. Yeah, because it's... like this is the, this is the kind of golf at the time slot that the country. Really needs. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's, yeah. it's a tough scene for 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 the PGA Tour. But anyway, um, the American Express at PGA West. Have you had a chance to play the stadium course at PGA West? I have not. I have not. I've, okay. I've
1: literally just been down there once and was like, wow, this is so cool. There's just so many golf courses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a. And there's, plethora. So many, there's so many palm trees with whites on them. <laughs> 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 I can really get used to it down there.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I, I gotta tell you, man, it's uh, it's funny because. Of all the tournaments um, that they get played as part of the West Coast Swing, the American Express is really the only one that doesn't have a lot of prestige in terms of strength of field. I mean, a lot of times you see good players showing up randomly.
1: Remember, it used to be five rounds. Yeah.
0: I I didn't remember until you just said that. Yeah. Do you, off the top of your head, have any idea about roughly how long ago they stopped making it a five-round tournament? I I, I I would say somewhere within the last decade. Interesting. And so they were just playing on Wednesday through Sunday.
1: Wednesday through Sunday.
0: That's nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they used to finish on Palmer Private. That's where Duval had his fifty nine. Oh, look at that! Great knowledge yep. on your part. You bet. Interesting. We were talking about those fist pumps. Oh man. Shirt on talk just like yeah. a half tiger, like kind of like just a just like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a like a grizzly bear kind of. <laughs> um, let's see here. Among
0: the world's top players, I know Tony Finau is going to be there this week. Is anybody else in the in the top
1: ten? playing this weekend i scrolled very quickly um i didn't see many top names justin rose probably highest you know he's nowhere near the top 10 anymore but q rating wise at least i think he's he, in the field he 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 brings he'll bring some fans i'd say if I, I think it's probably team rose yeah
0: team rose will be there yep um it's interesting I, I actually really enjoy watching oh ricky's there ricky's there okay ricky's there i like it yep um I have also never played the stadium course at PGA West, but I do really enjoy watching the pros play it because it's just unlike anything else you get to see on tour, and I, I like it just for the sake of variety. Yeah, I, I think it is a fun, very laid-back, low-key tournament to watch, but it's interesting that the whole West Coast swing, there's this one, and then it ramps up to the point where the strength of the field for the next four, the last four to five tournaments on the West Coast are historically always really really good better than any like month-long stretch you're going to find almost anywhere else in the tour calendar we're talking january february it's kind of wild um it is so for this week at the amex let's just briefly touch on it because that's going to be happening this weekend and if people are listening over the next couple days it's what it will be uh, at the front of their mind um i'm not even going to ask you if you have a a pick to win or anything like that because i think fina fina obviously is the best golfer who's there uh he needs to
1: start winning bottom line can he though I think you can.
0: <laughs> uh, my question to you is, is there anybody that you've discovered in doing all of your prognostication that you've determined to have absolutely no fucking chance?
1: It was a quick scroll. Uh, I'd never heard of the guy. And he's got a Stuart Sink tan line, like an extremely <laughs> white forehead, unfortunately. Love that. I might end up liking this guy a lot, but his pro- I probably picked him just because his name stood out the most. A gentleman named Austin Smotherman. I think he's probably off the corn ferry. I'm rooting for you, but I think we both know you have no fucking chance to win this.
0: Do you week. think Smotherman's got a chance to backdoor top top twenty of this thing? Oh, I'm gonna be happy for him if he does. Oh, that would be. Yeah.
1: If he if he does if he gets on TV he's got an immediate fan.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, also I, I think what's pretty interesting about um, you know the West Coast swing is that typically, obviously, other than the American Express or the you know the tournament that gets played at PGA West. Um, the is Phil still the
1: unofficial host? I think he is. He's playing. I I think he's the unofficial host. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think he's involved yeah. in some capacity.
0: Yeah. Um, what's really interesting is that on top of the strength of field being really good for most of this West Coast swing, be, I don't know if it's just because the strength of field is so high, but you actually usually get really great winners. You do. You get great winners. I mean, just looking at last year, you know, start with the American Express, Siwoo Kim, you know, kind of, you know, young hot stud. I mean. Right. Adam Long hasn't quite panned out from a couple of years ago. No, but. no. But then after that, Farmers Patrick Reed, Pro Am Dan Berger, Waste Management Brooks Kepka, Genesis Invitational Max Homa. Yeah, that's excellent. Up like, and comers, it's
1: the, it's, and you got to get your first win somewhere. Yeah, or you got to get your second or third win, and why not on the West Coast when the weather is typically absolutely? I mean Pebble with this week and next week's forecast, Pebble should be one of those years where it's a racetrack. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yes. I think you're going to see some low numbers. What's what's the forecast? Are they going to be wet? I haven't seen – I know the next week it's really good. Okay. Uh, But when those courses play shorter, those guys have wedges in their hands. And at that point, the small greens don't really matter. I remember the year that Phil and Luke Donald shot 62 at Spyglass, and it was like, okay, that's a different golf course. (laughs) I've played that (laughs) golf course a lot, and that golf – like, balls were, like, tumbling – down the fairway and usually it's spyglass for those of you that have spyglass have played spyglass kyle hasn't yet the ball usually just hits and stops can can i make a quick aside real quick i I, I don't want to get us too off track but i I, I have to ask you this
0: question yeah um how often have you been wearing your drunkle jay
1: spyglass t-shirt since we left bandon i wore it twice last week sick me too so i it's (laughs) it's been in the rotation uh drunkle uncle jay and I just I talked to him today. We've been doing some tax things, and um, he 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 had an absolute blast when he when he broke out when he broke out the Pinot tasting the first night. Oof. I was I was and I had no idea he bought the shirts. I had no idea he came up there with like thirty several bottles of wine, several cases several of cases wine. of wine. I and and he just he loved he loves doing that like that's his thing like he for sure the wine thing like it doesn't matter if it's a 200 hundred dollar bottle like he loves to see people's enjoyment and reaction oh for sure like he, he wants to know what they and the younger guys you know all these 30 somethings just absolutely mowing the red wine to to improve their heater was my favorite oh so okay, so for just a little context for
0: the the thousand people that listen to this podcast that don't come on our trip to manadoons yeah uh just as uncle Jay finally made his first trip up with us this past year and he was <laughs> is it wrong to say
1: he might have been the MVP? I think I, he, he was. Did. Drunkle Jack was a as we, as big, we say, big time hit. He was the MVD, yeah. the most valuable drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's just that for. He, I remember he called me a couple weeks before and he goes, Kyle, I kind of was thinking I wanted to bring some t shirts yeah. for everybody. And is that okay? Yeah. And I was like, Of course, man. I mean, I got tea prizes that I do for everybody, but if you want to bring an extra tea prize, like, yeah. by all means, like, he's like, yeah no i think i'd be great and then you know he brings up and at band of dunes he brings these really killer knockoff t-shirts that with the you know, he just with, loves the logo with, yeah with, with the with the spyglass logo and we take him out he starts handing him out and everybody's like we're a band of dunes what what's like <laughs> what i don't get it like is there something we're missing and then well
1: he couldn't do a knockoff no, band of no, logo they'd probably no, shoot him out of the place and, and
0: then J just looks at and goes it's my favorite course yeah. and then everybody looks at it goes
1: Fuck yeah! All you know, right,
0: yeah, give me one of those goddamn Spyglass glasses. Oh, he had
1: so much fun that opening. <laughs> oh,
0: night. it was just so awesome. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun having him, having him there. You, you didn't have, to, you didn't feel like you had to, you know, look after the drunkle too much. I mean, he, he would have been safe without your guidance there. You no, take, right?
1: I mean, he, you know, I, I think he, he, he was not in Schnurville where he was going to take a tumble down in the valley of the creek. He was, he's, he's a professional. He's, a, he's a trained. Oh professional. no, he's, he's, he's
0: a trained professional. But that actually reminds me, we do need to reach out to Schnur and make sure that guy. Does know that he has an invitation, yeah, to come with us this November. Is he part of your group of twelve that are going in May? No. Okay. So no. I I will make sure that I absolutely extend an invitation to him. For sure. I would.
1: I don't in wish, the beer, the beer was delicious. I, I don't wish that. Salter's he sent us up abso- with.
0: had a lot of dad pants, mm-hmm. you know, on that trip it was excellent. Thank you again for that. You bet. Thank um, you, Schnurr. Yeah, thank you, Schnur. Um, let's hear, man. Let's go. Let's jump through a couple other things. Any other? Um, if we're going back to the West Coast, you know, swing preview here. Uh, between farmers, AT&T, the waste management, and the Genesis. Is there one in particular that you look forward to more than the others? Yeah, AT&T. Yeah, just because your history yeah. of working at Pebble and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, and it's
1: three unbelievable golf courses. Like who doesn't like one? Yeah, Riviera, unbelievable golf course. Like, yeah, they don't get to go play, Wilshire, and you know, <laughs> like it's Spyglass, Pebble Beach, and Monterey Peninsula Club. It's like I will say this though, if if the
0: Genesis Invitational was played between LACC. Riviera yeah. and Bel Air. Yeah.
1: I might I might I might I might get on board. Yeah.
0: I'm, I might be like, you know, that actually might be as good if not better than the AT&T, But that that's not happening. You want to talk soon.
1: about a, a pro am. How about all the stars in LA that would come out for that? That would be Wild. That would that would be crazy. You'd have I'm, some serious athletes. On I mean, yeah. I mean, shoot. On top is of there, that, Is there twenty you got, you professional got a,
0: sports teams well, in LA now? You got a lot of stars who actually live on all those golf courses too. Yeah, so you could actually, you know, you shit. Lionel Richie's you know backyard at LACC would be a habit. Oh, that his, would be awesome. His, his his party at the house on Friday night would be a hard invite. <laughs> a hard invite. Um, let's see here, man. Uh, anything else you want to touch on regarding uh, the West Coast Swing before we, we move on to the last uh, last thing I wanted to ask you about? No. Hopefully, some of the local
1: guys have had some good showings.
0: That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's finally get into this this Netflix thing. This yeah. is this is news that's broken over the last couple of weeks. You and I have not had an opportunity to talk about it. I haven't talked about it with anybody on the podcast yet, so I'm really excited to dive into it a little bit with you. Um, when you first of all, this is a show that they're trying to model after the series Drive to Survive.
1: Is that like the F one thing? The F one thing. Yeah. So
0: it was a series on Netflix that kind of went behind the scenes of a full season of the Formula 1 series and what it did was a lot of Americans who had never had any exposure to or had any interest in Formula 1 before watched this docu-series became fans of Formula 1 and it's it's the end result has been this docu-series has now created tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of F1 fans in the United States where there previously was very, very few of them.
1: The more money they make, the more money they can donate to charities. Right. It's it's a win-win.
0: So now they're going to try to use that momentum, and they are now creating a series similar to that Formula One Drive to Survive series for both the PGA Tour and professional tennis. We're On this podcast, while we do appreciate the efforts and the skill of professional tennis players around the world. We don't give a shit about it though, on this podcast. This, this no. is for the golf guys. Yeah. Um, what was your initial reaction when you heard this was going to be a thing?
1: It's going to be awesome because the casual professional sports fan, golf fan, is going to really get to see what goes in. They, they, some people may think they just show up on Thursday morning <laughs> and tee it up and let it fly. And there's back in the 70s and 80s, maybe the Litskys. And those guys, you know that story, like uh, with Litsky and his caddy, I did, right? I did not. So off season, I think he's from like Minnesota or somewhere. Okay. And the caddy, you know, he's checking in on him. And this is before cell phones or emails. It's it's a landline to landline. Ca- uh how you been playing? You've been working hard this uh, this winter. Yeah, you know, I've been hitting a bunch of balls in the garage this and that. Well, his caddy after the last tournament put a fucking banana under his driver head cover. And he took it off at the first term of the year, and the banana was fucking ripe and rotten and (laughs) did not move. So, Litsky literally didn't touch his clubs for, like, fucking four months. (laughs) Fucking stud. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't touch his fucking clubs for, like, four months. So, that is no longer the case with anyone on tour, except maybe Fred Couples. Okay? Wow. Who doesn't practice just because his back is literally about to fall off. Sure. But to see how much work these guys put in, starting on Monday, sometimes even Sunday... Before tournament week, I mean, I the, the coolest thing about interning at Pebble was watching all those guys on Monday. Literally, Jesper Parnovic and Jose Maria Olazabal hit balls on Monday for a combined like 10 hours. <laughs> went in and had lunch and went right back to the mid-irons. And it was all fucking mid-irons. That's incredible. And those were guys, that, those were Ryder Cup players, Masters champions, major champions, and they still go fucking bang balls for 10 fucking hours. This isn't the off season. They're not home. This is like, if they tweak their back, dude, they, I mean, and then it's going to show their stretching and massages before they practice. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, how they take it. It's, there is so much that goes into these guys' weeks. The interviews. The sponsor obligations. These guys' weeks are fucking really, 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 really long. Yeah and i think that's going to be the coolest thing that you're going to see on the show.
0: So it sounds you you may have already you may have just answered the question i was going to ask you because what what i'm trying to wrap my head around with this netflix series is who exactly is this show for? Yeah. Is it for hardcore golf fans that already love golf that just are are dying for some more um you know just for some more content related to the pj tour? Is it for The casual golf fan that maybe tunes in on a weekend when they got nothing going on. they got to put a little golf on, hang out. Or is this something where is it for people that don't know anything about golf?
1: I hope it's for young kids. You know what I mean? Not not necessarily super young, but maybe the high school age kids who are playing three sports at their high school. Three or four sports. Mm -hmm. And they see that the game has transitioned into it's a sport. It's no longer a game. Okay, It is an app. These guys are athletes oh yeah okay so this might this might let a kid think oh you know what i play golf in the summers after all stars is over after baseball is over why don't i consider this i'm only six feet tall Mm -hmm. that's gonna eliminate a lot of other sports options sure okay maybe this is like the the gas in the tank that kind of pushes people younger people into golf and considering playing it at the next level yeah because right now i'll be honest with you yeah there's still certain schools and pockets where. High school golf is really competitive, but right now in Sonoma County, it is the worst I have ever seen it. Junior I'm golf talking 1998 to 2022. It is the worst I've ever seen it by a mile. What do you think that is? I don't know. If I hmm. knew, I would. I would try and help.
0: Just the dads. The dads that came before me just doing a shit job of Attention teaching spans, their kids how to play golf.
1: Parents. Parents not into golf.
0: Well, yeah. You know, I will say this that. It's a great point that I hadn't considered before and that is, you know, it seems like so many youth are inspired by, you know, media and content that they're finding on on the internet and stuff like that and maybe this is kind of the catalyst
1: for getting a lot more
0: people Maybe these kids in. want to go
1: play professional golf instead of being an influencer. I I'm
0: I hope you're right. I am just very curious. I I have so many questions about this Netflix docuseries series that yeah. I wonder I can't wait to see it unfold. Well cuz did you ever get a chance to watch any of Drive to Survive? Uh, a couple episodes. I yeah. watched a couple episodes myself and I um it sounds like you were the same where while I thought it was entertaining it didn't make me want to start following Formula 1. Yeah. Um but I thought, it, I was thought it was a good watch. I thought it was a good watch and while it did do a great job of highlighting all these things that these formula drivers have to consider and go into that fans or you know people like me that don't know anything about Formula 1 are like holy shit like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um I wonder for someone who you know, someone like us who plays golf all the time is mm-hmm. you know involved in golf, has been playing golf their whole life. Are they going to be showing us anything that we don't know? Because we know that they prepare. It'll be great to see it. Yeah, but we know that they prepare. Whereas, like for someone who doesn't know anything about golf, they might be like, "Holy fuck!" I like, hope I hope it opens some eyes. I, I really do. Um, but then I think the, some people are going to be blown away. Well, so then the other thing is, you know, I think part of the allure of the formula one show on Netflix was not only was it kind of a look behind the curtain as to how much goes into this, but also it was kind of soap opera. I mean, there, there was some pretty drama out there. There was some drama. There's a lot of like these teams don't hate, you know, kind of hate each other. There's guys that are pilfering dudes. I mean, it's it, there's some, there's some juicy out there. Yeah. There's some, 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 some nice soap opera elements to it. And, Sadly, I wonder if the PGA Tour is going to be able to deliver that kind of drama that will get people to watch the whole season. And and I, and I have a variety of different reasons why I'm questioning this, but I kind of want to get your thoughts yeah, those, on Yeah, those
1: those are racing teams, right? So they'll have a certain amount of cars under the same owner mm-hmm. and, and, and sponsors and stuff like yeah. that. So those are like actual teams. That, and you know where I first learned that? Where? Talladega Nights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ricky Bobby, a, an educational film to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: I I uh, just rewatched a couple months oh, yeah. ago. It's so great. By the way, I did want you to let you know I've watched Step Brothers twice now <laughs> in the last six months. I want to let you know that I'm riding the wrong ketchup.
1: Yeah, ketchup <laughs> and onions.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm wondering. Is it because? And again, I'm hoping that what this docu series does is it opens my eyes to a lot of great personalities and a lot of really you know fun. I don't want to say petty, but like a lot of like you know. Behind the scenes, like this guy kind of, you know, he think... doesn't have a, you know, doesn't, isn't a big fan of this guy. And he's got like, they've got history, like all these layers to it that I think would make watching the PGA Tour week to week a lot more fun. My own, my only worry is that unlike the Formula One series, that it seems like there's very few genuinely entertaining characters that play on the PGA Tour, Kiz being one of them. Yeah. But like, for the most part, it seems like a lot of guys that play on tour while they're unbelievable golfers, and the most skilled golfers in the world. There's not a ton of them who are like, man, that is an incredibly fascinating guy. Yeah. It, I, it just doesn't
1: strike me as that being think, the case. I think I think if this series had come out 10 years ago before Twitter and Instagram was prominent, mm-hmm. it would be a real eye opener. Sure. Like you remember when Hard Knocks came out? Yeah. And that was like That was like what the f- yeah. That was like good shit. like that was I can't wait for next week yeah 100 percent. and that was kind of pre-social media Mm -hmm. I still think we're going to learn some things that we know or we that that we don't know about these players that that are even trying to get that what is that the PIP money yeah the PIP money which PIP money so didn't uh by the way didn't Tiger come in second Tiger came in second uh, he's a heavy hitter. Phil, Phil's all, oh, I like money. Maybe I'll get a Twitter. <laughs> he's like, I'm kind of a big money guy. Hey, honey, I'm gonna get a Twitter. I'm gonna. Tweet. Hey, Tim, come help me set this up. <laughs> or his son.
0: Oh, oh this is uh, okay. I, I wanted to share this with you. This, uh, uh, Malenky Clerkin of the Irish Times penned a column. What a name. I, I. I, I Again, I apologize if i butchered cool. this name. M-A-L-A-C-H-Y. Malachi. Clerken. Is that Malachi, maybe? Malachi? Oh, Jesus. If it's Malachi, then I'm a real... <laughs> I love the name Malachi. 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 Malachi Clerken, okay, of the Irish Times, pen to column, Wondering if the folks at Netflix have ever, quote, met a PGA Tour golfer, end quote. And here's a little uh, excerpt from his thing. When you're up close to golfers going about their business, you realize that they are exactly as dull as you think they are. Now that's not to denigrate them, it's just the nature of the game. The whole point of golf is to be calm, to expunge all exterior thought, to glide through your round with a plain visage and head that is empty of everything that doesn't apply to the next shot. I mean, shit, Dustin Johnson has earned close to $100 million in prize money. Now you know how. Dole and stayed is the Valhalla of golf. The very thing that attracts millions of us to the game is the chance to be still, to be at peace. To be at a remove from the ever-going world, end quote. Now, I think this is a little, a little over the top. Yeah,
1: kind of like yeah. Padecki's article. Yeah, it's
0: kind of a little over the top. But I think it gets to the point where it just doesn't strike me as there being a lot of characters that you'd want to if like. For example, like you were saying back in the day, there were a lot of actually like genuinely fascinating, awesome characters well, that's on the all, PGA that's Tour. That's basically it's all it was. They were. It's all it was, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there is no John Daly, no, on the tour right now, right? Mm-hmm. But Harry if Higgs maybe yeah, i would say if there were if there were a half dozen a dozen of those guys and they were involved in this Netflix show, I would be so confident this is about to be one of the greatest pieces of is DJ on of it? video content ever created. Is DJ
1: on it? Did he sign up to do I, it? Let me I let me go ahead. Did.
0: There there has been a large list of uh, of players, when especially I at the top list, players, I he was pretty close to the top. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just shoot you off some of the last names. Uh, DJ is one of them. Yep. A-mancer, Dan Berger, Cam Champ, Joel Damon, Tony Fino, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy da- gold. Ricky Fowler, Sergio, Higgs, Homa, Vic Hovlin, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Kevin Na, Nakajima, uh Pereira Poulter, Shoffley, Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Bubba Watson. Well, that's
1: great. And the back to the PIP thing. Morakawa finishes eleventh he misses out on $3 billion and he did something like it uh, change his name to 11 or something. <laughs> 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 kind of like they did with clay Thompson when he didn't get the top 75 and everyone showed up wearing 77 jerseys. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's gonna, I think it's going to be great. But like the DJ thing, like hopefully there's more, there's more post Ryder cup DJ. I mean, I'll absolutely. Be, you well,
0: know, I, I was gonna say if if Paulina's Instagram yeah. life, we know is anything, that we know we know right. the guy likes to socialize. Oh, for sure. Just through her eyes, uh, you know. Hey, just from news reports, yeah, you through, know, through I, her I, lens. Yeah, I, I mean, the guy guy, yeah. guy likes himself a Thursday night. You oh, know, for I mean, sure. That, Who does it? I mean, like you know. So I, I hope they somehow find a way to show that side of a lot And I of hope, I players. hope
1: it is all positive.
0: Sure. Yeah. I hope it's all positive. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I, we're talking about with the, the Saudi thing. I I'm hope not, they spin I'm, it to positive. I, I'm not I'm not trying to turn this negative, because the Saudi yeah. thing, it's like, hey, guys, you gotta get what the getting's good. You wanna make money. It just came out in the news of the other day that all of the players participating in this series, all the names that I just uh read to you, not one of them will be compensated for their involvement in this stocky series. That's what it should be. Right? Yeah. Okay, so I think it will help, but do you think it will also get to? Because if point they were
1: getting if they were getting compensated, then they'd have some say in the co- in, in, in the content.
0: R- okay. Apparently, you I, know wasn't what I mean? Ricky Fowler is one of the guys that's included. His production company. Okay. I didn't know if you I didn't know this. Did you know Ricky Fowler had a production company? I. We maybe I we, had heard sh- at one we sh- point. We should have guessed. I mean, if LeBron has one, Ricky's gonna have I one. I didn't know that yeah. Ricky Fowler had a production company, yeah. but. His production company. No, is that makes sense because he, he was production of this docu series. That makes
1: sense because he was like boys with Wahlberg early, okay. And I know Wahlberg has that his production company. I I forget what it's called, but when they were doing the show Entourage, mm-hmm. it was and they had a lot of golf scenes in that show. They certainly did. And but his his thing it's uh, pin high. Pr- I I don't want to botch it. But their their kind of their logo is a is a green and a flag and a ball. Mm-hmm. So I should have and I know Ricky. I, I knew he was. There was that LA connection, maybe Madison Club. Um, Which, by the way, uh,
0: small fun fact for you—that's uh, where a lot of the guys that are playing in the Amex this weekend are playing in a, a fundraiser today none of the Madison Club. Oh, good.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fundraisers, so because I'm, I'm not allowed to do the fundraiser due to COVID, no shotgun starts, and obviously no event center for the golf team at uh, uh, Montgomery High School, had a really good idea last night. Oh, please, do you remember? Please do, tell. do you remember in the late '90s and early 2000s? the telethon for schools plus i certainly do you hosted by dave cox hosted by dave cox. <laughs> you,
0: i certainly do and a heavy again, hitter involved was phil kelly as well for anybody not from the, the uh, sonoma county area just a great the televised Piano, uh, televised all, fundraising all, telethon which it is, seemed like all all, the,
1: all of the great dads and and business owners we're really heavily involved. In I th- I believe I still have a Schools Plus Telethon t-shirt you know, stored away Friedman somewhere. Brothers, I remember, was a huge sponsor. Big time, yeah. Um. So my idea is, I don't know if I can, I, I think all of, but I want all of prominent alumni or even team members from the last 20, 30 years. We're going to get in a room. I'll raise my hand. We're going to go Facebook Live. Oh, Okay. I don't think we're going to be able to get the phone bank like uh, Schools Plus did, but these people should be, and if I have to buy burners, I will, Kyle. Uh, 100%. If <laughs> I have to buy burners, no, if people time. if people don't want their cell phone, but most of these people are going to be business owners or high school coaches where their cell phone is already listed on a website, right? Sure. So I don't think they're going to have an issue with it, but I think that would be awesome if we had donors calling in, talking to ex-players and alumni. I would love that, and we, it's going to start. If you want to call in and donate ten dollars, we'll take ten dollars. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll take great. a ten. We'll take a ten dollar check. It Sounds fabulous. But I think, and, and we could even, you know, we'll we'll, we'll pick a charity where we want to give ten percent to. Okay, Montgomery Golf always gives back, baby. Always um, gives back. But I thought that would be a really cool way to get, especially right now in COVID. We'll be six feet apart, but a really really cool way to kind of connect everyone without being there in person, like we used to at the tournament. Sure. So I th- I just thought that was a really cool idea. That is a great idea. Because we haven't been able to fundraise and I don't want to I don't want to send the letters out. I don't want to send the genetic letters home with the kids like, "Hey, send this to grandma in Indiana. Have her cut us a 40 dollar check." A telethon
0: right. would be a great uh f- COVID friendly fundraising tactic.
1: And it would be it would be so great, you know. Remember they used to go, up, "Hey, who uh which which phone are you handling and, and your name?" You know, that's that great. That was, so absolutely cool. great and i remember watching as a little kid like and you hear someone's name's like, oh mom Stephen Deanne wilburn just donated a hundred dollars can we do that and my mind he goes uh we could do 20 shit that's like <laughs> shit you know but it's it's and, and remember they used to challenge people they used to check <laughs> a challenge has been thrown out there by montgomery montgomery baseball to cut coach, coach russ petrick you know the challenges was so cool, and I, I just think it would be a really putting, fun. Just putting
0: people on blast to donate or be shamed. Blast. God, it's great. Just
1: go on there, just, you know, pub, publicize it. Hey, we're going Facebook Live from 7 to 9. We'll get the kids tucked in. We'll get everyone there 8 but I think that would be a really cool fundraising idea
0: I absolutely love this idea I, I, I think it's fantastic if there's any possible way for me to be involved oh, in you're, you're in, I'm'm I'm, I'm very I mean, interested I, I
1: think if I could if I could sign you up to MC the first hour love or, or the entire thing I would love to yeah I, I,
0: I, I would be happy to I will host and I will donate I would, be donate. Be, I, I, would, I, I would love run. love to do both that I sounds think be so cool wow I, I didn't know we were gonna get you to know, have you know some some great uh, you know fundraising ideas for oh, yeah. for my, my alma mater uh, golf team, but this is this is great. This is the yeah. perfect way to end this podcast.
1: Maybe, maybe maybe the best idea I've ever had in my
0: life. I I love it, and the Facebook Live I think is great. I think you can probably cross stream.
1: Yeah, or, or just go to YouTube. Or I yeah. don't
0: have I don't have any idea how to do this. But if we get this thing going simultaneously on one YouTube, of our listeners, one Twitch, of our listeners has got to know how to do this. Uh, Twitch is a thing. Yeah. Twitch, YouTube,
1: Instagram Live, yeah. Facebook, and get it all. going.
0: Oh yeah, sky's the limit,
1: dude. I totally
0: agree. Sky is the absolute limit.
1: We'll get some. We'll get get some uh, keyboard warriors out there, maybe filming for us. Kim Steemac, you're on your phone all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it's fantastic. Um, shit, man, this has been great. I've I, yeah. I really enjoyed being back in the dojo with you. Right this back in the saddle, guy. Right back in the. Right lab. back in the saddle. Uh, non golf related. Everything. Yeah. Everything been going well in terms of you know that a lot of a lot of sports happening right now. Yeah. You know, Niners are obviously still in the playoffs. Clay Thompson has returned. The college football playoffs were done. I I did run into you while I was uh, walking my my crying son. Yeah. Trying trying to get him back home before yep. he really started to melt down. When you were on your way to watch some some, uh, I think a college football playoff somewhere. Yeah. I just uh, everything else in your sporting life and everything else. is Good. You've been good play, you been playing? Have you been playing a lot?
1: Uh, haven't been playing a lot. Um, golf course is starting to get busy again. Okay. So yeah, coaching high school basketball. The whole COVID thing. It's if you've been paying attention in the newspapers or online, it's tough for these high school teams, man
0: yeah i'd games, imagine so games
1: canceled the the windows for testing positive and getting cleared it's the athletic directors and coaches and administrators are earning their keep
0: i was gonna say being a high school coach right now, administrator athletic <laughs> director is i I texted gotta be an absolute i texted
1: shift. dean haskins and i said i am virtually sending you a 12 pack right now. <laughs> 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 it is a lot and it's hopefully hopefully this Omicron thing comes and goes and we can we can start to to climb a little bit and gain some traction towards the other side yeah
0: well said man um all right with uh unless you got anything else let's put a let's put a wrap on this thing and you know we'll we'll be back soon to give the people what they want yeah
1: it was great to be back
0: all right vote a pleasure as always my friend thank you very much we'll be back soon everybody until then adios adios Thank you again for listening to today's podcast, everybody. Once again, today's podcast was sponsored by Suave Golf and Hot Drops. Hot sauce, you know, boutique golf apparel and fun golf vacations. I mean, how how could it get any better? So until next week, everybody, adios again. Thank you very much for listening. And by the way, if you're wondering where the phenomenal music comes at the opening of this podcast, that is my good friend Brian Keegan, uh, also known musically as Broiler. If you want to download any of Broiler's music, you can visit broiler.bandcamp.com. That's B-R-O-I-L-E-R.bandcamp.com. He's got a bunch of albums on there. Uh, It's phenomenal stuff. I really encourage any of you guys to go and give it a listen if you have not done so. The man is wildly talented. Um, So with that, everybody, have a great week. We'll be back soon.
2: Cruising, it's the way I get round. I 88 my MPH and flux capacitate now. Talking about 10 homies in the 91 Aerostar. You want the minivan, abalone, there you are. Sipping the sauces of liquid deposits And when I break the seal It's like a sloppy droppy drip of the faucet Best believe that we remove that Middle row of car seat. This ain't no Extra spreadsheet roll. This ain't no shark teeth Mini been cruising down on Mendocino Avenue The 12s in the trunk are tightened down With an island screw But the windows they rattle They crack and they crumble I cut a hole in the muffler making a rumble The dent in the side prevent me from turning right So I go left, I go left, I go left Three times it gets me into where I'm going, I might be too confusing if you go, my my Blast. When I drive her fast, I get more views and Justin Biber has. Ten homies in a 92 caravan. You want the minivan macaroni? Here I am. Made a green finish, the color of. Finish. The windows, they seem they The dirty and neat windows inside of this fantastic blue plastic with elastic. Holding the seat covers us classic. Hey, you bastard, you use the trash basket. I'm rolling with blown gaskets. But you gon' devalue my only known asset. My minivan got me more popular than ballin'. My metro going off with all the girls callin'. For trips to Ikea and some bunk bed haulin'. Say something smart about it, we gon' be ballin'. My tranny going out like Halloween in the cab. Winning if it does, I trade it in for an Astro. Many a mile, plenty of style, rolling my mind. an ordinary minivan, man so when I hop up by my hoopty chicks jock and pursue me and I don't wear skinny pants man I got the Craig and $20 rim spinning like a silver really fam and he freeze leaking out the heater core. Cool. we all getting in through the trunk cause I need a door speaker board made out of plywood to go with my Kentwood the tape deck no CD and the tape stuck in it. it's OPP naughty with dents in the body <laughs> but she run good my friends don't let me park in their driveway I'm Steady leaking oil, smoking up the highway. Rolling up, a kush, smoking up the highway. There's a new pick and pull, it opens up Friday. When I say the mini, I ain't thinking about the little Cooper roll through your city and swooper. Feel like my hoopy minivan worth 20 grand. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? a mile, plenty of style, rolling my mini. Condition boat, turn on the fan, extreme hottie, pull over, she got a nice body. The horsepower cylinder, a full tank on the road, Bay Area, the seat adjusts to the warm weather. Windows go down, I sit in the back, look out the cracked mirrors. Cassettes blast while the paint job make it look refurbished. Window shield wipers with antifreeze. Mechanical difficulty, the blades ain't squirting. Pull up in the gas station for service. The van supported by a congregation at the churches. You see the smoke coming out the back when it's turning. Shell look under it for service. California weather with no antifreeze. Keep the engine burning. Collard greens and potato salad. The ladies get out and let's make a palette. Same show, I'm doing it off balance. <laughs>